0: Welcome to the Portage County Safety Council podcast. We hope you enjoy today's safety talk. Anyone working in a cold environment may be at risk of cold stress. Some workers may be required to work outdoors in cold environments and for extended periods, for example, snow cleanup crews, sanitation workers, police officers, and emergency response and recovery personnel like firefighters and emergency medical technicians. Cold stress can be encountered in these types of work environments. The following frequently asked questions will help workers understand what cold stress is, how it may affect their health and safety, and how it can be prevented. How cold is too cold? What constitutes extreme cold and its effects can vary across different areas of the country. In regions that are not used to winter weather, near-freezing temperatures are considered extreme cold. A cold environment forces the body to work harder to maintain its temperature. Whenever temperatures drop below normal and wind speed increases, heat can leave your body more rapidly. Wind chill is the temperature your body feels when air temperature and wind speed are combined. For example, when the air temperature is 40 degrees and the wind speed is 35 miles per hour, the effect on the exposed skin is as if the air temperature was 28 degrees. Cold stress occurs by driving down the skin temperature and eventually the internal body temperature or your core temperature. This may lead to serious health problems and may cause tissue damage and possibly death. In a cold environment, most of the body's energy is used to keep the internal core temperature warm. Over time, the body will begin to shift blood flow from the extremities, such as your hands, feet, arms, and legs, and outer skin to the core, such as your chest and abdomen. This shift allows the exposed skin and the extremities to cool rapidly and increases the risk of frostbite and hypothermia. Combine this scenario with exposure to a wet environment and trench foot may also be a problem. Some of the risk factors that contribute to cold stress are wetness, dampness, dressing improperly, and exhaustion, predisposing health conditions such as hypertension, hypothyroidism, diabetes, and poor physical conditioning. How can cold stress be prevented? Although OSHA does not have a specific standard that covers working in cold environments, employers have a responsibility to provide workers with employment and a place of employment which are free from recognized hazards, including cold stress, which are causing or are likely to cause death or serious physical harm to them. Employers should therefore train workers on the hazards of the job and safety measures to use, such as engineering controls and safe work practices that will protect workers' health and safety. One, employers should train workers on how to prevent and recognize cold stress illnesses and injuries and how to apply first aid treatment. Workers should be trained on the appropriate engineering controls, personal protective equipment, and work practices to reduce the risk of cold stress. Two, employers should provide engineering controls. For example, radiant heaters may be used to warm workers in outdoor security stations. If possible, shield work areas from drafts or wind to reduce wind chill. 3. Employers should use safe work practices. For example, it is easy to become dehydrated in cold weather. Employers, therefore, can provide plenty of warm, sweetened liquids to workers. Avoid alcoholic drinks. If possible, employers can schedule heavy work during the warmer part of the day. Employers can assign workers to tasks in pairs using the buddy system so that they can monitor each other for signs of cold stress. Workers can be allowed to interrupt their work if they are extremely uncomfortable. Employers should give workers frequent breaks in warm areas. Acclimate new workers and those returning after time away from work by gradually increasing their workload and allowing more frequent breaks in warm areas as they build up a tolerance for working in the cold environment. Safety measures such as these should be incorporated into the relevant health and safety plan for the workplace. 4. Dressing properly is extremely important important to preventing cold stress. The type of fabric worn also makes a difference. Cotton loses its insulation value when it becomes wet. Wool, silk, and most synthetics, on the other hand, retain their insulation even when wet. The following are recommendations for working in cold environments. Wear at least three layers of loose-fitting clothing. Layering provides better insulation. Do not wear tight-fitting clothing. An inner layer of wool, silk, or synthetic to keep moisture away from the body. A middle layer of wool or synthetic to provide insulation even when wet. And an outer wind and rain protection layer that allows some. Ventilation to prevent overheating. Wear a hat or hood to help keep your whole body warmer. Hats reduce the amount of body heat that escapes from your head. Use a knit mask to cover the face and mouth if needed. Use insulated gloves to protect the hands and water resistant gloves if necessary. Wear insulated and waterproof boots or other footwear. Safety tips for workers Your employer should ensure that you know the symptoms of cold stress. Monitor your physical condition and that of your co workers. Dress properly for the cold. Stay dry in the cold because moisture or dampness, such as from sweating, can increase the rate of heat loss from the body. Keep extra clothing, including underwear, handy in case you get wet and need to change. Drink warm, sweetened fluids, no alcohol. Use proper engineering controls, safe work practices, and personal protective equipment provided by your employer.